Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. to fear your name. Unite? Yeah. Yeah, because for most of us, our hearts are divided. Our hearts are not united in, in devotion to the Lord, fear of God, reverencing, and you know. No, we, we, we have all kinds of other stuff competing for attention, don't we? In our natural state of being, we fear people. Do you ever feel like even your own feelings aren't on the same page? like your emotions compete with themselves. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that even when you're born again, your nature is still sinful and therefore divided. If you can relate, reach out to God today and ask Him to unite your heart in Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus ask of us something that we're incapable of doing? Well, yes and no. Yes and no. The bad news is that's an impossible thing for you to do. The good news is when he gets finished with you, you'll be able to. You may be closer than you think. This teacher pointed out, he said, you know, none of us is capable of transforming ourselves. You know, I can't make myself perfect, but when I come to God with that attitude, in other words, you know, like Jesus told us the story about the two that went into the synagogue to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector or something. I'm ashamed to say it, but right now I don't remember what he was. He was just messed up. Amen. Amen. But he knew he was messed up. And so he's crying out to God. He's so, it's like, you know, he was just so aware of his unworthiness. And he was crying out for mercy, crying out for forgiveness. And, and the other guy was like, oh, thank you, God, that I'm not like that guy. Because I fast twice a week and I give tithes and I, I got my stuff together. I'm a good Christian. That's the way we would say it. I mean, I'm not like that disgusting drug dealer or fill in the blank. And Jesus says, no, you're worse because they know how messed up they are. And every night they cry out for mercy. And you think you're all that. Do you understand? Purity of heart. He talked about how 
you know, to have a perfect heart before God just means that you acknowledge your sin and then you keep short accounts. You, you talk to him every day about, you know, please, Father, cleanse me, change me. I'm still messed up. I was messed up yesterday and I, and, and I know you, you're changing me, you're growing me, but I'm still, you know, that acknowledgement and, and that turning to him on a daily basis for forgiveness and for help, you know, not making excuses for it, but acknowledging, okay, that breaks your heart and I don't want to break your heart, so please help me not to break your heart. And that's kind of what we're talking about. You know, it reminds me of another statement Jesus made to his students that was frightening and a little perplexing. In Mark chapter 10, verse 25, Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And we all know, I mean, we, we live in a place and, and a time of such incredible abundance, right? I mean, if you have a refrigerator with food in it in your house, you're wealthier than the majority of the world's population. We know that, right? So we're all rich. And Jesus said, it's impossible for you to go to heaven if you're a rich person. No, that's not what he said, you know? And, and, and so preachers help us to rationalize, help us to justify, because that's just, that just completely freaks us out. And so we come up with these ideas that, oh, what he was actually talking about was, you know, that one gate on the, uh, you know, there in the city of Jerusalem, they called it the eye of the needle because it was short and, and, and they had to get off their camels and the camels had to kneel down and go through on their belly and, and da, 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 And you know, it makes for a great sermon. It might even be true that there was a gate called the eye of the needle, but I think Jesus meant what he said. Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. And the next verse tells us that his disciples were astonished. What does that tell you? Verse 26, they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, with men it's impossible. That's pretty straightforward, wouldn't you agree? With men it's impossible but not with God. See, that's the good news. With God, all things are possible. For me to have a pure heart, it's hopeless. It's hopeless. But with God, all things are possible. Isn't that cool? King David wrote about it. He recognized it, and he gives us a clue as to what it means. What exactly are we talking about when we talk about Purity of, of heart, you know, having a pure heart, having a perfect heart before God. In Psalm 86, verse 11, David wrote, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify your name forevermore. For great is your mercy toward me, and you've delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. David recognized his flaws, his imperfections, his corrupt, depraved nature. And his response, he, he cried out, teach me your way, Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Teach me your way, oh God, and I'll do it. Teach me your way, and I'll follow you. Now, see, we read that. Sometimes we overcomplicate it, don't we? All David was saying is, 
I'm so messed up. I don't know. I don't know what to do, but if you'll teach me, if you'll teach me, I'll do what you teach me. I'll walk in your truth. If you'll teach me your truth, then I'll do it. But then he goes on, and this is awesome. This gives us the, the clue here about a pure heart. He says, unite my heart to fear your name. Unite? Yeah. Yeah, because for most of us, our hearts are divided. Our hearts are not united in, in devotion to the Lord, fear of God, reverencing, and you know. No, we, we, we have all kinds of other stuff competing for attention, don't we? In our natural state of being, we fear people. We fear disapproval. We fear disrespect. People won't like us. We won't succeed. We'll make a mess of things. We won't measure up. We have all kinds of stuff that we reverence in our hearts and minds. Part of me fears God. Part of me has a, a deep desire to please Him and honor Him, you know, with my choices and my pursuits. And there's still that part of me that just wants what I want. I want what brings me pleasure. I want what's going to make me comfortable. I find myself on a regular basis, you know, thinking about it. You know, it's like, okay, the Lord's led me this way. And, but then what about this? And what about retirement? All kinds of things that will pop in to distract me from just pure devotion to him. Just trusting him. Just loving him. The Apostle Paul wrote about it in Romans chapter 7, verse 15. He starts off, he says, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it's good. But now it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I don't find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be a part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the book of Matthew right here on Main Thing Radio.